Greetings, everybody, and welcome once again to the Rec Poker Podcast. My name is Steve Fredland, and I am your host for the podcast. Before we go any further, just want to give a quick shout out to the Free Poker Network, who's sponsoring the podcast. If you don't know about FPN, check it out, man. It's a great way to play poker for free in area bars, work on your game, get to know some great people, and ultimately find yourself uh, through the bars to the region, to the state, and ultimately to Las Vegas playing for a national championship and maybe getting a seat in a World Series of Poker event. So check them out. Today we're doing things a little bit different. Um, normally we try to do some strategy discussions or we try to interview uh, some local players and we'll get back to that in a little bit but we just finished our All In for Africa 6 and as many of you know uh, not only do I host the Rec Poker Podcast I also coordinate the All In for Africa charity poker tournaments as part of my broader involvement in some humanitarian efforts in Rwanda and throughout East Africa. And so we just finished this tournament, and what we did is uh, we're going to recap a little bit, but we also did some interviews on site with some of the players who were playing in the tournament. So uh, you'll get a chance to hear from the likes of John Somsky and Mike Schneider, Desiree Kramer, Michael Love, uh, myself, Taylor Moss, Will Horton, and unfortunately we had a couple others, uh, Mike Qualley included, uh, who we couldn't really hear because of audio. So sorry about that, Mike. We'll have to get you on at some other point and have a specific interview uh, with you. So this one is really dedicated to All in for Africa 6. Uh, it was a great turnout, about 130 people, I think 129 people, unique individuals who did a bunch of rebuying, a bunch of add-ons, and we ultimately raised over $13,000 which will go directly to the Against Malaria Foundation. And just to put that in perspective, we received a letter from the Against Malaria Foundation after our last All In for Africa where we raised about $14,000. Uh, and what they said was this, this will be used to buy 7,487 long-lasting insecticidal mosquito nets, which will protect about 13,500 people at night, and this will prevent them from contracting malaria that's 27 entire villages. Brilliant is what they said. So the impact from this is absolutely staggering. And, and for those of you who have been involved for since the beginning, this is our sixth one. Uh, you know that we've also done clean water efforts, uh, nutrition projects, and now malaria. And as also some of you know, uh, I've had a chance to go to Rwanda four times over the last seven years. I've seen firsthand the impact that we are having as part of the Minnesota poker community and raising money for this. And, uh, and, and I can't tell you how uh, thankful I am. As I mentioned at the event, when you guys look around, you're having fun playing the tournament, donating money. Uh, what I see for every buy-in, every add-on, every person that's there is I can see the impact. And I can, I can thank you on behalf of the people of Rwanda and throughout East Africa. So thank you uh, for that. I want to give a couple more thank yous as well before we get into some of the interviews that happened. Uh, we had great players uh, that played as bounties, and many of them donated their own prizes. So if you know people that played as bounties, thank them. Often they donated their own prizes, whether that was cash or something else. We also had a number of other donors, organizations, including Canterbury Park, Running Aces, the Timberwolves, the Twins, Mike Loveless, iHeartMedia, including Cities 97 and K-Talk 1130, Kicker Problem, Kicker Power, Blue Shark Optics, Lake Show Sports, the Rec Poker Podcast, Straight Flush Poker Tour, and the Free Poker Network. 
And I also want to give a special shout out to Chris Nelson who did donated all of the printing for the flyers. I know you guys that are bounties, you love seeing your face on those posters and stuff. Uh, Chris Nelson is the one who donated his time and resources to uh, make that happen. And one of the cool things, we actually got a big applause at the event uh, when I shared how part of this is trying to unite the Minnesota poker community. Uh, many of us had different backgrounds, different perspectives. Uh, but one of the cool things is that this event was held at Canterbury Park. We rotate uh, spring at Canterbury, fall at Running Aces. But this one was at Canterbury Park. And Canterbury paid to have two Running Aces staff come down and play in the tournament. They paid their entry fee. And the two from Running Aces brought with them tournament lammers and some swag from Running Aces to give us a bounty. And so that actually got a big applause because I think people are excited when they see Canterbury and Running Aces and the poker community really coming together for the sake of uh, helping those that are in need. So that was a really, really cool thought and a really cool um, thing that happened there. So um, one more thing before we go in, I want to thank Pete Trulene, Leanne Larson. Uh, Pete was conducting the interviews on site. And as you'll be able to tell, uh, Pete and I do a podcast. We actually do a couple of podcasts together. We have a radio show. Uh, we call it the Pete and Steve podcast if you want to check that out. Um, so Pete and I do a lot of podcasting together, but Pete knows nothing about poker. And so I had him come on on site and do some interviews live during the tournament. And uh, some, some fascinating moments there as Pete is interviewing uh, the likes of Mike Schneider. Um, and one of my favorite moments you'll hear is where Pete asks Mike, uh, who's a pro, who's in the Minnesota Poker Hall of Fame, he asks Mike if he's ever had a straight flush. And so just phenomenal, uh, phenomenal conversation. But thank you so much, Pete and Leanne, who are volunteering with us all day, including doing the podcast interviews and stuff. Uh, just a great event. And thanks to Taylor Moss, who uh, brought some life to the All In For Africa Twitter account. And feel free to follow that. Uh, it's just All In For Africa. Uh, Taylor did a great job with contests and getting people excited and getting the word out about what we're doing. So I could thank people on and on and on. I've probably gone on too far. But uh, if I haven't thanked you in person and you were part of this deal, thank you so much. The impact is huge. Uh, now let's go on and let's, let's hear from uh, some of the people that stopped by to share a word at the event. So first of all, just tell me your name and why you like playing this tournament. I'm John Somsky and I like doing anything for a good cause. Okay. And you like playing poker? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you look the part. You look great. Thank you. So, um, and what do you think Steve's chances are of winning this tournament? Uh, is it possible for it to be a negative percentage? <laughs> No, uh, he's going to be editing this, so he, he's going to probably switch it around. So. Actually, I, I think he's he, he's a pretty decent player. He has a shot at doing it, but uh, when you have that big of a bounty on you, it's not real likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good turnout today, so there's a lot of people yep. playing. A lot of good players too. Just this is a good uh, good tournament, fun group of people, and uh, I encourage more people to come out at Aces later this year or back to Canterbury next year. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yep. Uh, just uh, maybe start us off with what's your name and uh, why do you like playing in this tournament? Yeah, my name is Mike Schneider or Schneids as I might be known in the poker world and I like playing this tournament just because I enjoy trying to support charitable causes and feel like that charity in poker is a good way to help promote the game of poker in a positive way and try to improve the public perception of our game that we all love to play. Yeah, yeah, great. So what do you think Steve's chances are of winning? Well. Probably not too good. I mean, he's got a target on his back, and uh, 
Especially, I mean, offering uh, the bounty uh, unlimited times until he busts, like, people are going to be gunning for him, and that makes it harder unless you make hands, and it's hard to make hands in poker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just won a couple bounties, and yeah. what, tell, tell us what you want. Yeah, I won uh, $50 cash from one player, and from another player it was uh, a couple of uh, discount codes for uh, Blue Shark Optics and uh, Kicker Power Gear. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So have you ever gotten a straight flush? Yeah. I, yeah. Have you really? Yep. Yeah, I don't even remember the times. Like, I have several times. I've like, played professionally for 13 years now, so it's happened a few times. You're professional? Okay. Yeah. Wow. You got a royal flush? Yeah, yep. Really? <laughs> wow. That's great. So that's the best hand you can get, right? What's yeah, yep. Money Nothing better than a royal flush. I'm on a tournament I won a million dollars in 2006. So you did? Really? The, yeah. Yep, that's the most. Wow. He is a professional. Yeah, apparently so. I didn't realize I was in such a company. Wow, that's great. That's cool. Yeah, well, I guess uh, that's all the questions I have. Do you have anything you want to add before? Oh, I guess uh, nothing else other than another reason I like playing this tournament. Just for me, I take it a little less seriously than some of the other tournaments. So, especially the first few levels, I'm playing playing all the hands I wish I could play when I'm playing more seriously, but it's fun to just let loose and call with a lot more hands, re-raise a lot more hands, and for the for the pros out there that haven't come and support this, that'd be another reason to next time, just to, just to relax a little bit and and see the flop almost every hand the first few levels. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Hey, well, thank you so yeah. much for stopping by. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, thanks. So uh, just uh, maybe first tell us your name and why you like playing in this tournament. Uh, Desiree Kramer, and um, I love coming out and seeing all my friends and helping a good cause. It's important. Uh, Steve really does a lot of advertising for this, and, and I try to jump on board with that. And it's just a nice occasion to help out and see all the people that you love and that you may not get to see all the time. Yeah, that, that's one of the things I notice as I look around. I mean, it seems like a community, really. I mean, people, you know, know each other and are, are friendly. And, I mean, there doesn't seem to be any kind of animosity between players. Or no, no, it's it's nice because it's really good-hearted fun. And, you know, even when you bust out your friends, especially in a tournament like this, nobody's upset over it. You know, they're just going to rebuy. They're just going to donate more to the cause. And, um, yeah, so you don't have to feel bad, which is nice. You know, it's not like when you're playing a main event where you have to feel bad, you know, if you bust your roommate or your friend or something here, you know people are just gonna buy back in yeah cool. so uh, earlier we were talking about uh, professional versus non-professional now I don't play poker I don't know anything about it um, is there a, like a clear-cut definition between what makes someone a professional is it like if you make your main living off of poker or not yeah I mean I think that's a really loaded question because there's a lot of uh, well-known poker players from Minnesota that outside of Minnesota wouldn't be considered to be professionals um, okay. So I would say, you know, at least my definition would be a professional would be somebody who plays full-time, and that's their livelihood. Um, but there are plenty of other great players that have made a lot of money playing. Um, they have a really respected game. Um, and I would consider them to be, you know, professional to semi-professional level. I think I think it's a tough meaning, though. It's There are a lot of poker players that do it for a living that are not successful as other poker players that don't do it for a living. Oh, <laughs> you know? interesting. Right, right. So. so what do you think Steve's chances are of winning the whole tournament? Zero. Zero. Um, <laughs> yeah. That seems to be the consensus here, as I've asked. <laughs> well, I mean, I love Steve, but I think I think it's a long shot for anybody, you know, to especially when there's so many people still left in to say, you know, they're going to be, I'll, I'll place odds on them, they're going to win. I mean, it's just not, 
it's too far. I mean, maybe if we get down to like the top five, maybe I would put a little money on him. But at this point, with 67 left, it's probably not going to happen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to say before you go? Um, no, I mean, I, I love the Minnesota poker community and it's, you know, I would say 90% of my friends play cards and it's been so great and moving back to Minnesota and, you know, being able to get to know so many people playing cards and making some real friends for a lifetime. So, but wow. thank, thank you so you. much for stopping Thank you. Tell us your name and why you like playing in this tournament. Oh, first name is Michael, last name Love. Um, I really enjoy playing because it's a charity event. Um, it's a very, very, very great calls and a lot of great players that come out to support it. So, yeah, I enjoy being part of it. Actually, so great, great. And uh, so, uh, what do you think Steve's chances are of winning the tournament? Oh, Steve, I don't know. He's uh, pretty sketchy there. I don't know. <laughs> Just joke. He's yeah. He, He's a pretty good player, actually, so he has a good chance. I mean, there's a lot of good players left, and he's one of them, so he has a good chance. So, uh, kind of, now I don't know anything about poker, but just kind of a question. How much of it is the cards that you get? How much of it is skill? How much of it is body language? Well, to break it down, uh, I personally, uh, a lot of it's, uh, the cards has a small portion to do with it, but a lot of it's just reads and kind of going with the flow. But okay. cards do play a small part. Okay. Okay. And and what's what what do you rely most on? Is it the tell? Is it reading people's body language or? Uh, it's a little bit of everything. Um, just the, you know, just how how tight the table is, or you know, um, the flow of the game. Uh, the person raises a lot. You know, just different aspects. Just goes into my decision making. But yeah, okay. a lot of different factors actually. So what's the most, if I can ask, the most money you've ever won at a tournament? Um. I would say uh, the most I've won is ten thousand. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah. It was actually uh, for uh, it was a, a league I was playing in, and it was a main event seat, so it was a ten thousand main event seat. So wow. that's pretty cool. Wow. And do you still remember the hand that you had and how? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I actually um, was balanced me and a guy named uh, Todd Fisher. He's a really good player, also. We was heads up and we was going back and forth, and Chip Lee kept changing it. And we got it in. I had Ace Queen against his Ace King, and I ended up winning the hand. Oh wow! And it worked out. So yeah, <laughs> <Pretty> cool. Wow, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Well, anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up here? Oh yeah, I had a great time playing. Uh, always a fun event, and I look forward to playing again. So okay, great, great. Hey, well, thanks all for right. stopping by. No problem at all. All right, well, first tell us your name and why you like playing in this tournament. Man, well, I, I love this tournament. <laughs> My name is Steve Fredland. It's organized so well. It, it really is. I mean, I mean, special thanks to Pete and Leanne for organizing, you know, all of this. <laughs> yeah, so I just I just busted the All-In for Africa tournament. Uh, Played well. Had some good good spots, but ultimately... What hand did you go out on? Well, I almost kind of hate to admit it a little bit, but I had an ace three... And, uh, and I raised pre-flop just trying to steal some blinds and annies, which I know you know a lot about, Pete. Yeah, right? yeah, that yeah. makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was, it was a semi-bluff. I was in late position with ace-three suited. It's a pretty good hand to, to raise pre-flop, and I got two callers. And the flop came with an ace in it, which is a good thing, but ace-ten-eight with two diamonds. I didn't have any diamonds. And somebody just uh, went all in right in front of me. And so I had to debate, do I, what do I do here? What do I think that they have? And... A lot of times that's a, what we call a semi-bluff. A lot of times that person will have two diamonds, so they just have a flush draw. They really don't have anything, but they're they're putting a lot of pressure on the other players. And then if they do get called, 
they could still hit their card for the win. So I had to decide if I thought she was actually had a big hand or if she was just making a play. So I wrestled with it. I, had, I didn't have a lot of chips left at that point. I think I'd put in, I'd put in, uh, I don't even know, uh, 7,000, and I had like 14,000 left. So the pot was pretty big, so I decided that she's probably on a draw, and I called her. And she, unfortunately, she had ace-eight, and had already hit two pair. Uh, and so I was drawn pretty dead. Uh, so, but I, I was kind of, I was kind of, uh, kind of lucky in the whole turn. Well, not the whole turn. I played well, but I got really lucky in one hand. And the the audience will appreciate this. I, uh, I had to go um, all in with ace nine at one point in the tournament, and I got four people to call me because everybody wants the bounty, right? I had like two hundred twenty dollars on my head, and whoever knocks me out gets like two hundred twenty bucks. Like, sweet, let's all call, you know? So they had a party at my expense. And, but the flop came like nine, eight, seven, which I have ace nine, so I hit the top pair. Oh. And I have an ace kicker, which is a pretty good hand. It's, it's um, a little vulnerable because people could have straights and that kind of thing. But, um, but anyway, uh, somebody like makes a huge bet at the pot, so I think, well, I'm in trouble. And the other people all folded. And the guy flips over ace four. He had absolutely nothing. Uh. Oh, he was just wow. making a play, thinking that I had maybe king high or something and wanted to get everybody else out of there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sweet! <laughs> so then I, my hand held up, so I got like a quadruple up there. So then I had chips, and then I had pocket queens, and I beat pocket jacks. So I started building a stack again, but then the blinds are so big, it just eventually ran out of ran out of real estate. Uh, really tough tough guys I was playing with here. Max Havlish and some of these guys I was playing with at the last table are tough players. Well, that's what I heard, too. One of the guys uh, that we interviewed early on, he said he was at a table, and he just couldn't yeah. do anything. Everyone was so good. So. Yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, it's such an interesting mix. Like, I was playing with a guy who's... It was, he's playing his first casino tournament at all, and then I'm playing with guys who have, you know, have won, like... You know, World Series of Poker events and this sort of thing. So it's yeah. it's an interesting mix of, of, of players, but just a great time. We raised like thirteen thousand dollars. I don't know if you heard that announcement. Mm-hmm. Just fantastic. So good yeah. stuff. Well, and one of the thing that strikes me is just the community of you know you see people shaking hands and laughing and hey how are you doing? I haven't seen you for a while. And I mean I just love that um, that you know kind of community that's there is been built up around totally. here. Totally, and I think you know part of that's the All in for Africa. People say it's the their favorite tournament of the year because it's just a lot of fun. It's a different feel than the than the sort of intense poker that can be. But yeah, we've got people, um, uh, Bill and Diane Freed, uh, Jim and Carol Miles. These guys all come come down from like hours away, like three four hours north of the cities. Wow! And they come down for this event, you know, just because they they love the community, they love they get to know people, and they love. I mean, they're super generous people as well, so they like to be part of this as well. But yeah, super cool. The community is fantastic. I mean, the people I've met, really really cool. Just you know, I mean, I'm going around thanking everybody for, for playing. In the meantime, they're thanking me for having the event where they have an opportunity to give back. Yeah. So it's a cool mix of, of people. But you, you've been doing one minute remaining at this level. Yeah. You know, so just, and this is where the point where I wish I was in the tournament. Yeah. I hate hearing that, saying that doesn't impact me at all. Yeah. So so how, how's the interviewing been going? Uh, it's uh, actually been very interesting. We yeah. had we had a, some sound problems at the beginning, um, yeah. like the first two or three, I'm not sure. You'll have to take a listen. Yeah. But after that, we had a couple, uh, three or four really good interviews. Sound was good, and the content was good, too. Just like microphone setting kind of stuff, or we just... Yeah, okay. I think I had the... I turned the gain down oh, okay. to try to eliminate the some background of the noise. background noise, and it turned out to be too quiet, and a couple of the people were sitting back. Too okay, far, sure. So. Okay, well, thanks for doing it, though. Yeah. yeah. Are you learning a lot about poker? Are you and Leanne, like, ready to go hit the felt? Oh, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, I'm going to pop in here again because yes. Pete loves when I pop in when he's yeah. interviewing people. <laughs> so, Pete, 
I know nothing about poker. Pete probably knows more than me yeah. about poker. <laughs> so this poor guy, Pete was interviewing him, and I'm chiming in. Well, he's like a professional poker player, and it's from like a million dollars. So I'm like, oh, I hope we didn't offend him. I oh, hope I no. didn't offend him. Well, she was lumping me in there. Oh, we're idiots. We're such idiots. And I'm like, don't lump me in with your... It might be true, but don't call me out. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm trying to pretend, trying to fool people. Who was it? Do you remember who was... I mean, I'll listen to it, but uh, was it Jonathan Kim by any chance? Is he over there in the in the shirt in the pink shirt playing right now? No, no, no. no? Okay. I don't, know. I don't know who he was, but sweet, that's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, and then we had um, we were. I was concerned that um, if, if we were asking too basic of questions oh. for your sophisticated no, podcast no, no. audience. <laughs> I think they were just having fun. It was fun that people yeah. came over and shared a little bit. And yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for doing it. Yeah, oh, uh, I looked up some, I did look up some poker terms. Oh. What is nuts? Do you know what nuts is? Well, I do, but yeah, so, so then that guy's got nuts. No, actually not. Uh, the nuts is the best possible hand that you can have in the situation. So if, if, if the board is, you know, ace, king, 10, 7, 3, with, when you, and there's no three of a kind with a suit... I forget what I said. Ace, king, ten, seven. So then the, if you have queen, jack, you have a straight, and that's the best possible hand you can have. So that's the nuts. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Did you know that you were quizzing me? I was quizzing oh, you. Yeah, oh, I didn't realize I the game was being played. Mission. I've got uh, one more here. Oh, sure, I'm What's ready. What's the dead man's hand? Oh, ace of the eights. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Uh, yeah, it's the one he got shot. Yeah. Aces yeah. and eights. Aces and eights. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. a song about aces and eights. There's like a <laughs> yeah. Snoop Dogg song about that. This is like the. See how she wants to Snoop needle Dogg. in here? How does Snoop Dogg yeah, get involved? Like, here? But this is like because this podcast is really taking off. I'm like the producer on the radio oh, that you nice. hear that like chimes in okay. from the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the color. <laughs> the <laughs> Sam Sansevier of radio. Right. Little shout out there. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, anything else you'd like to say before we uh, let you go? I might come back in, but I'm going to go commiserate with my other... I see plenty of my friends sitting here on the rail also yeah. watching that have been busted. But I, I see... Uh, Oh, look at Carl Woodington. Yeah, I see him. He's still in the tournament. He's our he's our defending champion. I remember that. I yep. recognize him. Yeah. Yep. So he's he's still plugging away there. A lot of a lot of familiar faces. Looks like we're down to about forty five people or so out of the one hundred and twenty nine. I believe that started. And Stacy's still in. I saw like. Stacy still. I saw him. You know, I saw him stand up at one point. I thought he was going to bust. And so I don't know if he won an all in or if he was just stretching or not. I'll have to get the story there. I see Will Will Horton here in the Chicago Blackhawks jersey. Yep, he, he's been a little reserved. He's usually a little more. I well, hear we were trying to get him over here. And he, we, get him over here. we haven't really yet. Maybe he's trying to play his A game. Well, he got two warnings. Did you hear that? Well, I heard that because he was yeah. going on sitting at the wrong yeah. tournament team. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, do, do you have any idea at this point who's ahead or behind or the top or? or yeah, not? you can go around and look at chip sacks. There's a guy in my table that that's got collected a number of bounties and he's got you know he's got a pretty big sack of chips. So, you know, at this stage in the tournament, the the chips can move quite a bit. But there's obviously if you walk around, you'll see like who's kind of loading up here. I assume I don't know if. Uh, Mike Schneider's still in. He's a... No, that was the one that I was taught. That's the one we interviewed. Oh, Mike. Okay. Okay, yeah. He's <laughs> or Schneider's or He's one of the, the two people. Well, I think there might have been a third now. He's one of the two or three people that are in the Minnesota Poker Hall of Fame. He was he won an online tournament for like a million dollars. Yeah, that's what he was, that was talking about. about. Yeah. Um, but that, that was an online then live game. He, he plays a lot of cash, but tournaments too. Just a super solid guy. I've actually done 
one of the podcasts, I broke down a hand that I played with him in a tournament one time where I oh. think he just bullied me. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. And then, so I, I don't know because we never saw the cards. But yeah, he's a super nice guy, but an incredible player. A lot of respect for him. Leanne's laughing because apparently she must have embarrassed herself. Or yeah, I'm, oh, I'm no. afraid. No. Well, <laughs> here's the magnificent John Somsky walking by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you doing on the rail, man? I don't know, but I, I predicted it. I said, he asked him what your chances were for winning, and I said, it's impossible to bet below zero percent. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody uh, we talked to said, when yeah. we asked, they said zero. Zero, zero. or negative, yeah. <laughs> uh, John's a tough player. Anti-Up Magazine, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. But we're all just we're all just in here watching Rob wash him. I see he's looking around. What? Yeah. What are you looking around for? <laughs> Get over I'm watching, here. I'm watching Carl and Stacy. We got some good representations still left from our home game, but too many of them are standing on the sidelines. <laughs> wash him. What happened to you? My kings weren't good enough. You lost with kings too? Yeah, against aces. Was that no, the quad aces? Oh, oh, Will got you. <laughs> Do you know that Brian lost kings back-to-back hands? Yeah, that's what told me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so pocket kings are apparently the, the hand to lose yeah, with today. Yeah, you don't have pocket kings in this game. Oh, bad, bad hand. <laughs> bad hand, yeah. Just you get pocket kings pre-flop. Fold them. Yep. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, I'll, I'll okay. let you go. Okay. Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. All right. Well, let's just start off. To, uh, tell us your name and uh, why you like playing this tournament. Uh, this is Taylor Moss, and I'm good friends with Steve. I'm usually on this Rec Poker podcast, so I had to come out, support the cause, and uh, Steve actually put my seat up there because I won one of the Twitter contests. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. cool, cool. And uh, and you know you're out of the tournament, right? Yes, Can you I tell w- us about your last hand? Um, it was actually a very interesting hand. Um, so someone in early position opened with a raise, um, I called from the button, and the small blind uh, went all in for about 5,200 in chips. I had about 10,000 myself, and the original raiser called, but flipped over his hand right away, not knowing that I was still in the hand. Oh. Uh, so I had the information of knowing that he had ace nine of diamonds, or excuse me, eight nine of diamonds. I had ace ten offsuit, and I decide since I'm ahead of his hand that he has right now, I'm gonna go all in myself. And he has to call me because he's already got uh, some chips committed. Uh, but the flop came out with three diamonds, so I was instantly dead there. Oh no! <laughs> so that was just just bad, just it, a bad. What do they call it? A bad blind, uh, bad, bad beat. Bad beat. Yeah. Yeah. I took advantage of the situation. Um, so maybe it's karma coming back for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So how so, long have you been? Pl- You're kind of a younger guy. How long yeah. have you been playing poker? Oh, I've been playing poker for quite a while. I probably started when I was really young, just playing a little bit with my dad as he was like teaching me the game. Um, then when I was in college, I liked to play a little bit here at Canterbury. And yeah, I'm trying to get back into it a little bit more. I took some time off of not really playing a whole lot of poker, but I'm you know, trying to get out there you know, once a month or so and play some tournaments. And why did you take time off? Uh, you know, starting a full-time job, other priorities got in the way. I got married, those oh. types of things. Just, you know, don't have as much free time for poker. Yeah, right. That's a little <laughs> kind of hard to explain. <laughs> Going away again, honey. <laughs> yeah. And now you've been married for a while, so now she's like, go, yeah, yeah, play yeah, yeah. whenever you want. Go out <laughs> yeah. of the house. Yeah. Interesting story is uh, we're having a baby shower for my sister-in-law at our house today, so I have to be out of the house. That's why I'm still here. I busted like two and a half, three hours ago. How convenient. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, that's funny. So, how? Uh, what's the? If I can ask, what's the biggest prize you've ever won? Um, so at Canterbury here, I played. They had a two hundred and thirty-five dollar Wednesday tournament that they run every week. Probably about two and a half years ago or so, I got second place in there for like thirty-five hundred bucks. Wow! Nice. So that was my uh, my big take, and I haven't uh, been able to top that yet. Yeah. That paid for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it actually. Uh, we were moving into a house right after that, so it helped pay for the down payment. It was very conveniently oh, timed. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> well, that's um, so. Do you have anything else to say, um, Ad, before we go? Um, I got nothing. I okay. I'm on the Rec Poker podcast quite a bit, so you hear my opinions on a lot of things. But wanted to chime in and let you know how bad I got it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I've said this to a couple of the people I've talked to. Um, I, one of the things I love about this is just the sense of community that I get mm-hmm. with all the players here. I mean, there's no animosity. I mean, you know, there's money involved, yeah. but people are just so friendly. and mm-hmm. Yeah, the tournament poker scene, especially here in Minnesota, has it's grown a lot, and everyone is kind of, you know, happy when someone else wins. So it's, it's kind of like they're all one big team, and it's just like, yeah, it's your turn to win this tournament now. Go for it. That's so, so great. It's great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Hey, well, thanks so much for stopping by. All right, thanks. thanks. All right, so I'm sitting here with uh, Will Horton, otherwise known as Black Spade on Twitter. Will, Will just busted. Now, we're down to two tables all in for Africa, and he just busted. I did. I had fives, and I couldn't hold on. This is a great event. Um, I encourage everyone to come out and play Every time you have the event, great calls, great people. It's just a great time. Thank you. Well, what we appreciate is you bring so much life and energy to things. You know, we had a whole room full of great people, but you know, you bring this life, you bring this energy, you get people fired up, and you know, appreciate that. Even though you wear a Blackhawks jersey. Well, the whole idea is, is to bring people together, as you yeah. said before. Bring everybody together, our community, and you have to have somebody who's kind of a little different, a little loud, a little obnoxious, and that's kind of me. But like I said, you, you have a great program. Yeah, but this is awesome. I love it, and I look forward to it every year, twice a year, and I really appreciate you inviting me and being a bounty. It's about bringing everybody together and yeah. having a good time, and it's an awesome cause. Thank you. Oh, we love having you. Yeah, raising money against malaria, and we've done clean water, we've done nutrition, and you've always been incredibly supportive of all of that. So thanks for your support and encouragement and I'm waiting for waiting for you to win this thing though. <laughs> what, what happened? We, like, what, we, so we came close win? last year. This year yeah. just, just tough cards. Just tough cards. You just can't can't beat everybody all the time. Now there was a moment when I was watching from the rail because I busted of course. I'm still over six cashing my own event. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm watching you and all of a sudden I see this home run swing. Like what, what was that? What was well that was, that was Ace Deuce of Spades against uh, Ace Deuce of what? I'm sorry. Ace Deuce of Spades against. Oh, I'm sorry, Spades. You like? Sp- I love, I love, I love, I love the Spades. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Ace Deuce of Spades. <laughs> Smart guy. Uh, Ace Deuce of Spades against uh, Queen Ten of Diamonds and Jack King of Diamonds. Ooh. So we okay. have Diamond Diamond on the board. Did you get it in pre-flop or on pre-flop? Pre-flop. Pre-flop. Okay. And, and no, two diamonds on the board. Yeah. So no flush or no straight came in. And no 10 jack queen or No, king. nothing came in. So you never hit the ace? I never hit the ace. Ace high one. How's that even possible? So no diamond, no 10 jack No, nothing. Queen. Yeah, it was very, very lucky. And nice. I, just, I, felt like, I felt like King Griffey Jr. Just <laughs> hit it out the park, baby. Just hit it out the park. That was awesome. That was a fun moment. Yeah. No. Once again, uh, I love the pro. I love this. I'm looking forward to doing it again. And uh, anytime you leave me for a bounty or anything, you let me know. Great call. I'll have you every single time. Every time. All right. Thanks, Will. Thank you, sir. Yep. 
Well, there you have it. Not too bad for our first time recording it all in for Africa. I think this might be something we try to do going forward. It was sort of fun to capture uh, many of the thoughts, even though I didn't realize Pete was going to be asking people what the chance was that I would win. That was kind of a surprise question, and uh, <laughs> but but what maybe what wasn't so surprising is the chance of me winning was basically zero by everybody from the recreational player up through Schneider. Uh, so <laughs> I guess I've got some work to do on the Rec, Poke po Rec Poker podcast to try to build up the credibility where at some point somebody says, you know, I think he's going to take this thing down. Um, but i got some work to do. So we'll keep working on the Rec Poker Podcast. We'll keep trying to build our skill set, ultimately, so myself and that all of you guys that are listening feel more and more confident about your game so that ultimately you, too, can be an All-In for Africa champion. As somebody mentioned, uh, we do have a tentative date announced of September 30th. That will be a running aces for All-In for Africa 7. If you want to be a bounty, get a hold of me early. We love filling up that poster with faces of people that are going to be the bounty. So I'll be reaching out as we get closer, but the more people that I know of in advance, the easier the whole process is. So if you want to be a bounty or if you want to come and play, we'd love to have you there. All right, until next time, I appreciate you listening. <laughs>